Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at legalshield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at, at First, first Listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That was like listening to a Broadway musical or anything. <laughs> I mean, like a musical number out of getting COVID. That's John's favorite. He, he dances. He loves That's the first it. time I heard that. Yeah, it's I just, know. No, it's I'm, not. Really? There's no way. That's run a lot on our show. You must be taking a lot of bathroom breaks. I first time I heard it because I've been yelling. And I'll be like you because I mentioned things and you're like, I never heard that. So. I, I keep yelling at Eric too. Uh, no, oh, John, I, you I, have so much fun with it. Depends on where you place it because I usually come back to make sure I'm here when we get back on the show, and uh, that was like the last thing to play. So yeah, well, it, it's it's. Uh, I shouldn't say anything. They're paying money, so. Uh, we got some Russia-Ukraine news. Uh, first of all, uh, Ukraine is making some real inroads and driving the Russians back out of uh, territories there, particularly in the eastern part of the country. But do you remember the woman who went on Russian state television and she held up the protest poster? Remember her? Oh, yeah. What happened to her? She's alive and she got away. Really? Marina, uh, her last name is Oshinkova. Oshinkova? Oshinkova? Yeah, she um, she's on the Ministry of Internal Affairs wanted list. They actually put out all of her information wanted on the article of the Criminal Code of the Russian Federation. She's on the fugitive list. They only put her under house arrest. And apparently she's gone. <laughs> you thought, I mean, maybe she's dead and they're just lying to us. But Sure. She's tough, though, huh? Her, her ex-husband said she escaped from house arrest, took her daughter with her. But so far, they haven't been able to confirm. The ex-husband just said, all I know is she's gone. So how about that? She hung out a while because that was months ago. Wow. So he, so, well, he must have some stories to tell, huh? The she's, ex-husband. Yeah, she storms on the TV set with the protest sign, gets arrested and put away somewhere, then escapes custody. Well, it was house arrest, so it was probably your own home. Yeah, I know, but... It was probably pretty mild. Somebody's supposed to monitor that. Now, the person we were just talking about at the end of last hour, the richest people in the country and in California list came out from Forbes, and the richest person in the country 
is in the news when it comes to Russia, Ukraine. That person would be Elon Musk. Did you know he put out his own peace plan? Yeah, but his peace plan is uh, for Ukraine to, to give Russia what they want. It seems that way. Yeah, First of all, he wants to redo the elections of the annexed regions under United Nations supervision. If that's the will of the people, Russia will leave. But his second point is the one that's getting a lot of debate. Crimea, formerly part of Russia, as it has been since 1783 under Khrushchev's mistake. But he's forgetting that in 1994, Russia agreed to the Budapest Memorandum to respect Ukraine's territorial integrity, including Crimea. And then in 2014, as you know, Moscow annexed Crimea. So yeah. people aren't liking that about his plan, that Crimea still belongs to the Russians. Uh, you know, people can... He's argue. also calling for Ukraine to remain neutral, which to me means they're not, they're not to join NATO. Well, it's and not that's his, also a problem. It's not his business. This, this no, is, he's just throwing this out there. Yeah, he's got I nothing know. to do. He you might, said he builds things. He's like, hey, I build things, but well, I want to solve things. I think... Wait till Trump gets there. Trump's I, going too. Dude. I, I think he just wanted... I think every 24 hours, he is like Trump. He needs attention. So he writes something incendiary on Twitter. So people are paying attention to him. I mean, nobody's listening to him anyway for foreign policy ideas. I, I, don't, th I don't think the Ukrainian president is saying, oh, yeah, yeah, he's got a point. Let's just give up. Well, the reason he wanted to buy Twitter is because he's really into this. I mean, he appears on podcasts all the time. He loves to opine publicly. He's bored. It's a frightening place to be. When you've accomplished so much, you're one of the richest people in the world. You had uh, an invention that became wildly popular. You're sending rockets into space, but you've done it. You've done it all. And now you're sitting. I, he, he said once, he's like, he sits on the toilet. Layway Trump sits on the toilet. Middle of the night. And he starts, uh, you know, typing out nonsense. <laughs> so it's not easy to, it, it's actually not, not healthy to achieve all your dreams. Especially now, when you're young. It's, then you, you don't know what to do. The place we've been looking at and talking about on the show really since the war began is back in the news, and that's that massive nuclear power plant. Russian forces blindfolded and detained the head of that power plant in Ukraine. Uh, the kidnapping occurred Friday, right after Vladimir Putin escalated his war in Ukraine and pushed it into a new phase by annexing the four Ukrainian regions. Uh, so it could be a possible well, attempt to secure Moscow's hold on well, the newly annexed territory. Our, Russian forces seized the director general of the Zaporizhia nuclear power plant. His name is John, not Igor, but Ihor. <laughs> <laughs> it's I-H-O-R. <laughs> Ihor Mush Murashov. That's, they, a, that's a tough life. <laughs> <laughs> that did. I don't think that played it's well. It's probably Ihor, but I don't know. <laughs> you think that played well? Wasn't that the name of the uh, creature in uh, Winnie the Pooh? That's <laughs> Ihor. On the playground at school? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's, it's not, that's not good. I uh, think the jokes are different there. Um, well, yeah, the jokes would be A name Russia. like yours would be funny, right? Well, your name is already No, it would be funny, Polish. Yeah, I'd probably get invaded. Oh. Uh, I, I, I saw these stories about the annexation. All right, so it was a fake vote. People didn't really vote on this. Or, and, and that they don't really ha they, they have control because Putin says we have control. But they don't have military there or officials there in those regions. 
So yeah, in order they, to control the territory, con- you they, really have to have something in place. This right? is theoretical control. This is control because I uh, I typed up this sheet of paper here. Look. What they took over City Hall, or uh, no? There's, there's there's nobody there that's that's in charge. Oh, and there's no military assigned there yet. It's just land that Putin is claiming, just verbally. Oh, I see. So, I, well, apparently, uh, this guy that yet. was running the power plant, it looks like the Russians told the employees there that they were going to have to submit applications to report to another Russian state-run nuclear energy giant called Rosatom. And this guy, uh, Murashov, was against that. So they blindfolded him and took him away. Says here he has access to security codes. He coordinates all the work at the plant. He makes sure protocols are being followed. And he was reporting to Kiev, according to spokespeople. So now that he's been removed, there's new concerns about the safety of the Europe's largest nuclear power plant. All all this nuclear stuff is, I could see... uh, a lot of a lot of Washington officials are freaked out. They're they're not saying it publicly, but the stories I'm reading behind the scenes is yeah, they're they're really worried that Putin's going to shoot something off. <laughs> he's he's well, he's well, acting well, he's acting very erratically. I the, wonder at what level that happens, or will it just be like well, something smaller to to send the message that he, uh, he can't win? That he's stuck. They keep pushing his troops back. And he he can't win. He can try to slow down the reversal. But every day goes by. We spend more money and we send them more military arms. And so is the rest of NATO. I I just saw the other day we we approved another multi-billion dollar spending bill. We're printing money like crazy. Oh, yeah, we are. Billions. In, In order to stop him from rolling through Ukraine and heading heading on through Europe. So I, I think it's the smart thing to do. But uh, it's just going to make it's going to make them crazy. Yeah, I mean, and so I at the beginning of, of this, everyone said, yeah, you can send uh, money to Ukraine, but they can't win against the Russian army. But they are doing just that. Well, They're holding we, them off. You send, we sent tens of billions of dollars and the Russian army, it turns out, uh, sucked. It was a ragtag yeah. bunch. He did, they, they have bad everything and he can't fix that. He didn't know his own army was in bad shape, and nobody nobody told him. So he he is he is uh, saddled with uh, a, a dysfunctional or non-functional military. All right. When we come back, we'll give you an update on uh, Hurricane Ian's damage to Florida and other parts of the Southeast. We will also play for you what is got many people reacting. And that is the Vice President Kamala Harris's comments on how federal aid would be doled out for those Mm. affected by the hurricane. Mm. Johnny Kent Show, KFI AM640, live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. Sure enough, all right, well, the hurricane update out of Florida is that there's at least 100 people dead. Uh, At least 54 people have died in Lee County alone, which took the biggest impact from the storm when it hit that state last week uh hurricanes also contributed to the death of uh, eight people in a number of other counties around the state so the death toll is uh, over 100 more than 1600 people have been rescued and there are still about 530,000 homes businesses and other customers who do not have power i'm looking at one story 
of a guy who lives in Naples? Hank DeWolf's 4,000-pound boat dock was carried through a condo complex by the powerful hurricane and landed in a neighbor's yard. The water brought someone else's car into his own backyard. He still doesn't know who it belongs to or how to remove it. (laughs) So between the wind and the flooding, things moved around in that area. Can you imagine a boat dock ending up in your backyard or somebody else's car floating up off your back door? And how long this is going to take? You can't oh, to, yeah, to, to get to get your life to get your life back together. Oh, because yeah. you know it'll it'll take it'll take weeks and weeks just to find somebody who's going to tow the car out of your backyard. Yes. How, how do you uh, uh, pry the boat out of? Everybody it needs help right now, so hey, but there's, you, you can't just call up the tow truck guy because he's probably got I mean, a billion it, things he's doing. It it took many years to to build these towns, right? It took obviously decades. To build these towns. And and now, like Sanibel Island, and I've, I've been to Sanibel Island, it is completely flattened. There, there, there's no, it's nothing, gone, yeah. There's nothing standing. And and they had homes. And that bridge is out. <clears throat> it connects to that causeway. They had multi-million dollar homes. And, and some of the people there thought, well, my home's worth, I don't know how many millions it is, but it, it it's built like a fortress. And it just, you know, snapped into pieces. Couldn't <laughs> withstand the winds. At 155 miles an hour, that is like a tornado. Um, and so you have tornado-like damage uh, on this island. And I, it, I don't know how many people are going to want to rebuild because you're not going to get insurance that you can afford. No, and FEMA says there's only so much they can do. They oh, cannot rebuild and provide assistance to all these communities. It's, it's really limited. And, and they've got no place to live. Presumably, m- most of them... Well, you know, there's a lot of retired people there. I mean, I guess you're just going to have to go and retire somewhere else. Maybe you got enough savings to rent an apartment somewhere. I mean, your your life is over. It's just come to a dead stop, and there's no returning the life. You're not going to get your you're not going to get your boat back. You're not going to get your house back. Uh, you're not going to get your town back. It's it's just gone. And you're right. They're worried about Sanibel Island. 400 people were evacuated, but they don't know how many people stayed. And I wouldn't be surprised if the death toll rises significantly once they finally get through the rescue and recovery on Sanibel Island. They rescued 4,000 people around the state. 4,000 people trapped in their homes. Yeah, I thought it would be higher because I I thought a lot of people were, were staying around. To me, this is the big reckoning about listening to the weather. Florida's channel. one of those places where I thought there'd be a lot of people that would say, "Ah, I've been through these many times. These storms. I'm not uh, going anywhere." Hey, the, the 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 mayor. I heard the mayor of Fort Myers over the weekend, and he said, "Yeah, part of the problem was Irma came through five years ago, and you know it was pretty rough. But they had said, oh, there's going to be a 14 foot surge, and that never happened." So he said a lot of people said, yeah, 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 big surge, 10, 12 feet, sure. That's what they said last time. Yeah. Can't do that. You, 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 that the people really, oh, well, you know, I got fooled last time. I'm not doing it again. It's like, all right, fine. Now, now you're standing on a corner begging for uh, you know, tax money from other people. I, 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 you know, you, you don't buy insurance. You don't listen to the evacuation orders. Because they tried to make this big deal that the Lee County officials screwed up. Well, the night before, you know, the National Weather Service, the government is saying the thing's going to Tampa. You wake up the next morning, it's coming at Fort Myers. 
you still have 21 hours to get out of town. If you can't figure it out how to start your car in 21 hours, that's just you being a dunce. All right. Now, on the subject of uh, federal aid, whether it's FEMA or HUD apparently could be involved, too, the vice president chimed in, and she got quite a response for this because she's right out of this stupid woke playbook. Let's listen to the audio. And in particular on the disparities, as you have described rightly, which is that it is our um, lowest income communities and our communities of color that are most impacted by these extreme conditions and and impacted by by issues that are not of their own making. And so we absolutely. And so we have to address this in a way that is about giving resources based on equity, understanding that we we fight for equality, but we also need to fight for equity, understanding not everyone starts out at the same place. And if we want people to be in an equal place, sometimes we have to take into account those disparities um, and and do that work. Circles. Okay. She really does talk in circles. No, no, that that was a big giant uh, bowl of word salad. Equity and and disparities and equality. I'm going to translate here. You, uh, under her plan, you get government help depending on the color of your skin. That's Period. what she's saying. That's what she's I've saying. Because I've already decided that they're impacted worse. Equity is a code word for skin color. Black, brown, what, whatever the people of color definition is. So that white people, back of the line, you're getting your checks last. And you're getting whatever government help to rebuild the infrastructure last. Which is probably the most racist thing that any vice president has ever said in the history of the United States. She's actually decided there's going to that there's going to be a skin color test to getting uh, government assistance she for the hurricane. Ever think before she speaks, she just likes to cite stuff out of the playbook and then repeat herself over and no. over. It's this and, horrible circle you get stuck in. And this is the most dangerous idea that people fought against for you know almost 200 years. A lot of people died for this. That we would have a, a a colorblind society. We have a society where people are not judged on the color of their skin. And now Kamala Harris has brought back the bad old days where you're going to have a government official literally looking at your skin color to see if you get a check or not. I, I mean, I mean, she should not be vice president at all. She she's absolutely unqualified and has dangerous ideas. Just absolutely dangerous ideas. If they keep pursuing this idea of of uh, we're going to give government favors based on skin color, it's not going to it's not going to be a, a good place. Well, you can hear to. this. It's pretty brief. Apparently, a Fox News reporter later in the day tried to ask her about this uh, idea of equity. Let's listen. Mr. President, can you clarify what you meant about equity for hurricane relief? She walks away. Somebody, I, I don't know who's in charge in the White House. I mean, Joe, you know, Joe's taking a, a near permanent nap. Is there anybody who calls her up and says, shut up? Just stop. <laughs> stop. Don't speak. Don't speak. Stop talking. Stay Just home. Smile and wave and move on. Holy moly. I'm, All right, more coming up on the John and Ken Show, KFI AM640, live everywhere in the iHeartRadio app. What if I'm only moderately interested in continuing?
you missed that last hour. That was that's uh, in the Times poll about the mayor's race. There are people that say, "Well, I'm just moderately interested in voting." So yeah, uh, you know, I, I I looked at that poll again after you you mentioned that, and uh, I'm even more convinced that uh, the outcome may be uh, different than predicted here. Oh, I hope you're right. Well, because I'll read you the paragraph. Caruso has a well of support among voters who've cast ballots in at least some previous elections, but whose level of interest in the race was too low for pollsters to deem them likely voters. Yeah, now, I saw that. that is level a, of interest. Right? What kind of a vague criteria is that to filter out uh, yeah. potential votes? They have voted in the past. This is a big election coming up here, and certainly for L.A., but but these 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 Berkeley or L.A. Times experts, well, we don't deem your interests sufficient enough. So among moderately interested people, Caruso's favorite, 33 to 14, half undecided. A similar margin among those who indicate they had a low interest in voting. But still, they have cast some votes in the past. I don't know. That's That's a vague, murky, hocus-pocus kind of standard there. I, seems hocus like there's pocus. A, seems like there's a lot of Caruso support under the surface here. And maybe people who haven't uh, voted much in the past are going to be motivated because Los Angeles is a disaster zone. It's the biggest disaster zone I've seen. Lived out here so long. You would think I'm, that I'm, would move people more than ever. Yeah, but, but again, is this part of the, the bias that you get from the LA Times in Berkeley? It's like, well, we had experts look at their uh, potential interest, and it just doesn't seem to meet our criteria quite exactly. Like, huh? Well, you saw that one sentence they put in there, that they applied the same uh, theory to the June primary, and they turned out to be pretty close to the results. That the June primary, they also checked the uh, same thing, who's likely to vote versus registered voters. And it, they think that they, they matched the actual turnout. All right, we'll see what they think. We'll see what they think. We'll see what they think. You gotta, meanwhile, you got to go door to door and uh, rev up your neighbors to vote for Rick. No? <sighs> Good people. I'm uh, doing what I can. I, oh, that's... Yeah, whenever I hear that, that, that means nothing. Hmm? <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing what I can. Doing what I can. I'm working to the best of my abilities. <laughs> uh, here's one more quick hurricane story that I think will knock you back. You want to hear the headline? Yeah. Yahoo News. Experts warn that California is not prepared for a major hurricane. Hmm. <laughs> didn't expect that, did you? Earthquake. San Diego what? is likely to face increasingly intense storms in the future. They have to improve their infrastructure to be prepared. Just thought you'd like to know. No, they're not going to do that. Those those Pacific Earth uh, hurricanes yeah. that sometimes hit. Right. That I mean, the one that we got, we were on the edge of. Oh, the one that led to uh, some rain. Right. right. That was the first one in 25 years. I mean, that 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 I don't think that that justifies a level of uh, infrastructure emergency spending. Times are a changing. I don't know. Do you know what? I, I, all news is about. Uh, creating fear it is, and yeah. demanding action be taken by spending large amounts of money on some kind of vague remedy. Yeah. There's nothing you can do if a hurricane's coming at you except start no, if your it car. Isn't, uh, if it isn't viruses, it's hurricanes and it's earthquakes and it's uh... yeah, and they cycle them every day. Every day they, you know, they today was the the weird uh, variant that affected uh, one person. 
um, thousands of miles away. But you have to be on alert for it. It's like, you know, I don't wake up in the morning looking for variants. I don't wake, in the, wake up in the morning looking for a hurricane that's going to hit me for the first time in 50 years. It's not the way people live. Well, I got some good news. On Friday, dippity-doo, Gavin Newsom signed the Freedom to Walk Act. You didn't know you had freedom to walk? Had they taken that away? Pedestrians can be ticketed for jaywalking only if there is an immediate danger of a collision. Or crossing, right. by the way, outside of an intersection. Now, Beverly Hills owes me $81. You got a ticket? When I first moved here. Oh, that's a long time ago, though. Well, I want the money back. The law just passed. 81 bucks. Beverly Hills charged me for jaywalking. There you was nobody died. coming. I crossed the street in the middle. Well, they did this for racial equity. <laughs> Apparently, they're saying most of the jaywalking tickets were against people of color. <laughs> and the police would use that as a reason to stop and question them. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, were they uh, were they uh, were they up to no good? Uh, like jaywalking was just a pretext, but was there other behavior that? Oh, uh, I don't have the stats on the that. Right. Well, nobody should get a jaywalking. They believe there's ticket. unequal enforcement of jaywalking laws no, and they, the use of minor got, offenses like that is a pretext to stop people of color. They got me. No. You know it's interesting. What? Rapper rapper Tupac Shakur settled a lawsuit against Oakland. He was thrown to the ground during a 1991 jaywalking arrest. You know, that's not what did him in, but anyway. You're right. That's not what... Yeah. That's not he what got shot him. to death, right. Uh, the other thing that happened that Gavin Newsom signed, and maybe this is a, a solution in search of a problem? I don't know. But the governor signed a bill that will limit prosecutors using lyrics as evidence against rappers in criminal cases. When I saw this bill, I was like, this is really an issue? California is the first state <laughs> to, Even the to put, 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 put limits on introducing a party's creative <laughs> output, such as a rapper's lyrics or videos, are, into evidence during a criminal proceeding. Has this happened a lot? Are the, the yeah. Woke, the woke heads are running out of uh, material. Wait, when have they used? Uh... Well, there's there's actually a current RICO case in Atlanta. There's a there's a couple Atlanta rappers. Well, it's not California. No, but well, they're they're trying to use their lyrics against them. Well, are the it's... lyrics a confession of crimes they committed? Allegedly. Oh, oh is that what's in? Well, that's yeah. Fair. That's, it... That should be fair game. When they were young and shot people, or yeah, that's essentially what I it mean, is. If they describe, uh, you know, well, that's not incidents. enough proof, though. I mean, I guess it's just something they add to the pile. Yeah. Or... Well, and the rappers can claim that, hey, this is my art, and I'm faking it, and all of that type of stuff. Well, except and... if they actually shot people, then right? They, yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. They, I mean, that's like a diary. Then it's like they wrote down, uh, you know, their experiences. Yeah, I, I guess, yeah, because the, 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 the tales that rappers tell are supposed to be like the real, what really goes well, on in their neighborhoods. But well, I saw, sometimes they make stuff up, they, I'm sure. They did some kind of study where they uh, read lyrics from country music and read lyrics from rap songs. And, yeah. and people were far more alarmed if the same lyrics were from a rap song. Like, they, they didn't tell the people whether it was rap or country. Oh, I didn't know. Is that right? Uh, yeah, Did They yeah. had similar enough lyrics that people were Well, not I don't sure? know. Just, just hmm. stuff that, that indicated, indicated I've violence. heard similar comparisons. Yeah. 
Except so I looked that up. Oh, yeah, you're right. It is in the story here. A 2016 study by UC Irvine criminologists. Participants were more likely to perceive rap as threatening and literal compared with genres such as country. Right. They were presented with the same lyrics with one group told the lyrics were in a country song. The other were told the lyrics from a rap song. And they found lyrics more offensive, literal, and in need of regulation when they thought they were from a rap song. Right. They thought the rap lyrics were representing See, that's real impl- life. that's called implicit bias. Charlie. Okay, but then I looked up how many how many rap musicians have been murdered. Fifty nine in the last thirty years. All right, how many country stars have been? I couldn't find any. <laughs> I couldn't find any. <laughs> no country stars have been murdered in the last fifty years. <laughs> Not that I could find. No. But for rap stars murdered, they have a Wikipedia page. Yeah, well, we just had one that was killed at Roscoe's Chicken and Waffles a few weeks ago. That's right. That's number 59. Yeah, that's... So, I mean, you see where um, these evaluations come from. When you see a story 59 times, then, you know, that's going to develop a uh, a bias in people's heads. I guess it would. (laughs) All right, uh, we got more coming up. Johnny Kent Show. KFI AM640 live on the iHeartRadio app. And Deborah Mark live in the 24-hour KFI newsroom. State officials say California has seen the driest three-year period since the late 1800s, and they're preparing for a fourth dry year. We have a butter shortage, so prices have gone up. The Wall Street Journal says limited milk production and staffing issues have resulted in the lowest inventory of butter since 2017. And former President Trump is suing CNN for defamation. The lawsuit filed in a federal court in Florida claims CNN used its massive influence to defame Trump for the purpose of defeating him politically. Southland weather from KFI sunny tomorrow. Highs in the mid-80s to mid-90s. This report brought to you by L.A. Tourism Board. We are going to the 405 in Irvine. This is the northbound side where delays are crowding up away from the 133 freeway. Looking a lot better once you make your way past Jeffrey Road. Let's head into Costa Mesa with Mike O'Brien, KFI in the sky. Northbound side to the 405. You're going to load up there just off the 55. From the 55 up through Beach Boulevard into Huntington Beach before it loosens up. 55 northbound on the brakes there, leaving the 73 most of the way through the 5, and it will gap up a bit. You'll have a little pinch at the 91 and a bit more of a pinch on that 91 towards Corona. 91 eastbound. It will well jammed up there from Weir Canyon Truck Skills over the Green River. Mike O'Brien, KFI in the sky. And City Terrace on the 10 eastbound. The drive crowds up away from City Terrace Drive. You've got some pretty heavy slowing and stretches as you continue all the way to Cherry and Fontana. KFI in the sky helps get you there faster. I'm Angel Martinez. Get ready to indulge with over 300 restaurants. Dine LA Restaurant Week offers lunch and dinner starting at $15 from October 14th through the 28th. To find participating restaurants, go to DineLA.com. This report is sponsored by the Los Angeles Department of Water and Power. Keep Cool LA with deep discounts up to $225 on room air conditioners. Shop the Cool LA Marketplace at LADWP.com today and smooth out your summer bills by paying the same amount every month with LADWP's new Level Pay program. Call 800-DIAL-DWP to sign up today. When you buy or lease a car, you expect the car to be safe and reliable, right? Unfortunately, each year, car manufacturers produce and sell cars that have real problems. And sometimes problems just can't be fixed. But thanks to the California Lemon Law, you don't have to keep a defective car. If you've bought or leased a vehicle and have gone back repeatedly for a car repair, you may have a lemon on your hands. And if this is you, 
called the Knight Law Group. There are very few lawyers that know what they're doing when it comes to Lemon Law cases. They do. And I'm not talking about only fixing or replacing your vehicle. I'm talking about the possibility of substantial money on top of that. Don't settle for a defective car. Call the Knight Law Group. They can help you get rid of that lemon, get your money back, and you pay absolutely nothing out of pocket. For a free consultation, call Knight Law Group at 844-43-LEMON, 844-43-LEMON, or visit knightlaw.com. That's Knight with a K, knightlaw.com. The can't miss music event of the year is coming to the CW. The 2022 iHeartRadio Music Festival. Featuring once in a lifetime performances from the biggest superstars in all of music. Ladies and gentlemen, what's up, Vegas? Make some noise. I'm not ready for this one. All hosted by Ryan Seacrest from T Mobile Arena in Las Vegas. Don't miss our 2022 iHeartRadio Music Festival. This Friday and Saturday at 8 p.m. on KTLA 5, The CW. Portions of the following program were pre-recorded. New trend in dating called reverse catfishing. Interesting, right? Put up a dumpy friend of mine, and he's going to be into my personality, and then he's going to show up, and it's a Playboy model. The Tim Conway Jr. Show. That's wild. Weeknights at 6 on KFI. John and Ken Show, John Cobell and Ken Shampoo, KFI, AM 640, live everywhere. On the iHeartRadio app. The Daily Mail has an exclusive tonight. Here is the headline. El Paso's hypocritical Democrats are working with the White House to quietly bust thousands of migrants north using federal money. But unlike Governors Abbott, Ducey, and DeSantis, they tout it as a humanitarian mission. How about that? (laughs) See? What a bunch of fakes. El Paso has a Democrat mayor, and they have been overwhelmed by the number of arrivals. Yes, yes they've been moving out. They've been bussing out tons of, of illegal aliens. Well, they where, have where, to. Where, where There's are you no put way them? they can take them in. It's not that big a town. Otherwise, you'd have thousands of them standing in the streets. Right. It overwhelms their human support services. So there's pictures of some of the migrants, but... Uh, Oh, that's, that's their headlines. Oh, they're ridiculous. They're spending two hundred to $300,000 a day on feeding and arranging travel for migrants you know, and lodging them in hotels and shelters. This is, this is, I, I swear to, I, I really think it, it's just this, this uh, political plan to uh, Texas gets flooded. Let's see if we can bait Abbott into doing something that we could portray as mean and nasty and inhumane. And so Abbott and DeSantis start busting them out, flying them out. And what's the response? Hey, the response should be, hey, we're sorry we didn't shut the border that you have to deal with this. Oh, it's your mean and nasty and inhumane. It's it's about campaigning. It's trying to drive them out of office. It's trying to affect uh, the midterm elections. That's what it is. They're just using this illegal alien uh, uh, issue to emotionally manipulate people, to make them feel uh, hatred and disgust for Abbott and DeSantis. Of course. You can't be cynical enough. You really can't. Now, we haven't heard this term applied in the world of crime in a long time. Up in Stockton, they're wondering if they have a serial killer on the loose. Five men have been shot and killed while walking alone in that town at a press conference last week. The police chief said... We have a series of homicides that we believe are interconnected. 
By definition, you could probably well call this serial killings. It's a lot of ballistics that they've collected. Yeah. Like it's probably the same gun. Uh, by the way, serial killer generally used to refer to someone who has killed three or more people with breaks between each killing compared to a mass murderer Seems who like shoots everybody in the same instance. Serial killers uh, kind of died out as a, uh, they did. a social problem. That was a California phenomenon for years with some of the most famous, right? Now, why was is it the that Hillside a Strangler and what was Richard Ramirez's name? He was another one of these serial killers. and uh, The Zodiac Killer we had? Yeah, that's the one I don't think they're not sure they ever found him. Right. Uh, the yeah. Night Stalker. The Night Stalker. The Night Stalker right. was yeah. Richard Ramirez, right, right. And then uh, Ted Bundy? Ted Bundy. Yeah. Yeah, it, was a, it was a real 70s and 80s sort of phenomenon. Yeah, and then... Uh, Oh, and the guy... Mark- then gangs took over in the 90s, and then we moved into the 2000s. <laughs> I had a lot of these. No, but the, the lone serial killer. Because there's so many books and movies have been uh, done on the on these guys, and then, uh, I don't know, the whole thing disappeared. Well, they, they claim that they ruled out gang violence, robbery, and hate crimes. And each of the victims was walking alone in a dark area when targeted. They did vary in age and race, although I noticed a couple of them were Latino. The killings began in July. The most recent just happened on Tuesday. They've been clustered in the northern part of Stockton near San Joaquin Delta College. Uh, John would say, well, well, actually, the times, one guy was 1231 a.m., but then 949 p.m., then somebody was killed at 641 a.m.? Or is that when they found their body? Not really sure. Then one at 427 a.m. and another one at 153 a.m., one guy was found dead on a sidewalk in a residential neighborhood. Um, what are all these people doing walking around in the middle of the night? Well, they, I don't know, they could have jobs or they could have something they have to, I don't know. Usually it's just bad guys walking around at night. Yeah, they put out a map of the locations and they are re- relatively close together. But as I said, it appears to be they use ballistics to probably tie the killings together and since they're just lone men walking mm-hmm. um one well, the, the, victim's family says they were not informed that the death may be linked to a serial killer they've learned it from social media posts but they put up a special hotline and tip line and of course they're asking people to avoid dark isolated areas and walk with others yeah. when possible that's so we could kill the whole group of you did we get well, they wouldn't do that, though. The serial killer usually pulls out. It's all guys, usually, though? It is all men. Yeah, I mean, often serial killers uh, target women. Right, and often it becomes maybe a sex assault followed by a killing. Right. But no, or, one guy's 35, a 43-year-old, a 21-year-old that they haven't identified yet, and then a 52 and a 54-year-old were the last two victims. So, But as I mentioned, a couple of them Latino, but well, they you don't know, think it's race. They still think it could be... Eh, but gang-related, a 52- and a 54-year-old? I don't think it's gang-related. Unless it's some kind of initiation, right? Oh, Steve, yeah, I Steve, forgot about that. Steve was in here one day and just told me, uh, I can't even repeat it on the air, but oh. a heinous, heinous, disgusting gang initiation right that he says really goes on. Still does. Still, well, I don't know if it goes oh. on today, but... Oh, okay. In recent times. Well, I know, yeah, sometimes they were told they had to kill someone in order to get uh, yeah. but it's, you know, acceptance. Yeah, well, it's it's beyond that. 
Many years ago, they just had to do some graffiti. But now you got to kill somebody. No, you got to kill somebody. It's, <laughs> it's kind of <laughs> sick stuff. All right, well, we'll see if Stockton really has a serial killer. They continue to uh, investigate these uh, uh, murders. Stockton's kind of a tawdry place. I mean, I, I would imagine they've got a lot of uh, vagrants, a lot yeah. of, like, weirdos walking around. Yeah. I don't a lot know. of, you know, they're, like, they're, there's, there's a lot of possibilities. Now, now that we have, like, unlimited numbers, like tens of thousands of homeless people, who knows? Yeah, I wouldn't walk around psychiatry cases you've got uh, alone after dark in Stockton for a while. Until... The, the, the public streets have become outdoor psych wards. Uh, so anything's possible. Yeah. Conway's here. Hey now, hey now, hey now. All right, uh, just getting started here. Uh, getting all uh, locked and loaded. Uh, yeah. Hackers have released stolen LAUSD data after the district refuses to pay the ransom. So if you want to. Look back at a stellar academic record from 1981, Birmingham. You could uh, check mine out. I think I'm in there somewhere. Cool. Yeah. Uh, yes. And Californians will soon be able to jaywalk. That's always been like the dumbest ticket in the world. You know, I mean, you can jaywalk anywhere else you in the world. Did you ever get one? Uh, I've never gotten one. A, a friend of mine's gotten one. Uh, uh, but <laughs> yeah, I got one. <laughs> where? Where? In Burbank? Beverly Hills. Yeah, Beverly Hills is tough for him, too. 81 bucks. There was a, uh, Adam Carolla tells a great story of him jaywalking in Burbank, and then a cop from across the street sees him on a motorcycle, does a 180, goes up on the curb, almost kills two people to give him a ticket for jaywalking. Mm. That's classic. Yeah. Ridiculous. Now, those cops really disturb me a lot. The ones who go crazy over minor problems. Yeah. Like I, he would do that spin around move. Yes. To yes. Get a jaywalker. I was once parked in a red zone in front of a convenience store. I was going to run in and get like, like a bottle of iced tea. And while I was sitting there contemplating about going in, a cop came up and started banging furiously on the passenger side window. <laughs> hey, boo, 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 you know, this is no parking here. That's it's right. Like, easy. Like, I thought, I thought he was going to shoot me to death. He was so, how do you get angry over this? Mark Thompson tells a great story. He was in Westwood, and he said he ran in. He could see his pizza in the window, got out of his car, grabbed it, and went, got back to his car, and left. And, he, and that vegan pizza cost him uh, $185. But uh, he said, he goes, I couldn't believe it. He goes, I just got out of my car for two seconds, grabbed the pizza, and got back in the car. I said, well, were you in a parking space? He goes, no, I was double parked blocking traffic. I'm like, oh, uh, okay, all right, all right. And uh, you sh rule, rules aren't for you then, huh, bub? We'll uh, go over that with him tomorrow night when he uh, pops in here. All right. Ding and, dong. And then Metro's offering free rides for uh, you guys, uh, you and uh, Ken, who would like to take the Metro. <laughs> free rides. Sure. That, nice. uh, that Metro train to Burbank. Sure. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> Lovely. West side to Burbank. I'll get right on yes! it. Yes! Ding dong. Ding dong. Uh, ding dong. By the way, Ken, did you win over the weekend? Did you make any bets? No, no bets. I lost one. I had Pittsburgh against the Jets. I went, yeah, my Jets win. I went big. I went with life-changing money, and I lost... Life-changing money, yeah. John. What is that, you think? A couple hundred bucks. How much? A couple hundred bucks. Only a couple hundred really? bucks. Life-changing on, on one game oh, or one something? One game. One game. And my wife found out. I, usually, oh. I can usually uh, uh, do, the, <laughs> do a wraparound with her and lose her on the end zone. But <laughs> she caught, I actually, actually bumped it on a wrong credit card. <laughs> oh, gee. She got the okay. I'm like, hey, you wonder, you're okaying a thing here for $200 on a, uh, off, a <laughs> offshore betting thing? Like, That's nice. not me. Credit card was stolen. But, uh, <laughs> credit card stolen. Get new credit cards. <laughs> Must be fun being in your house. <laughs> it's the worst. Okay. It's the worst. Look, I come through the door at 1030 every night. Right. How great can that be? <laughs> 
Ding dong. All right. Ding dong. Let's roll. All right. Conway. And Crush has got the news. Let's roll. KFI KSD HD2, Los Angeles, Orange County, live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see See what music does to people. It gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Carol G. Juan Gabriel. Christina Aguilera. What do these three have in common? You mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? Facts, yes, all of the above are correct. But most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.